Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Recently, I was feeling overwhelmed with all of the responsibilities I was juggling in my work and personal life. I signed up for BetterHelp and scheduled my first online therapy session. To be honest, I was a little nervous about meeting with a therapist online, but I was matched with a great therapist who offered me a fantastic experience. She helped me tremendously in our first session, and I noticed an instant difference in my mental health. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can also message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever it's convenient for you. If you're matched with a therapist who isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, you also get more scheduling flexibility and a more affordable price, especially when you get 10% off your first month by signing up at betterhelp.com MFRP. That's betterhelp.com MFRP. Check it out and sign up today. Hey, one additional quick programming note. So there comes a time in the episode where I mention the concept of how the way that we see changes the way that we feel. If you would like more information and conversation around this topic, check out Automatic Influence by Eric Van Alstyne. Fantastic book, goes deep into the concept of how the way we see influences the way we feel, which influences the way we act. I haven't read the book yet, but I've been through the Automatic Influence course and I can't recommend Eric's material highly enough. So after you're done listening to this podcast, go check out Automatic Influence by Eric Van Alstyne. Hello and welcome to the Motivation for Regular People podcast, where you'll find all the inspiration you need to start, continue, and finish the goals that matter most to you. Thanks for tuning in to today's bonus episode. We normally release episodes on Thursday morning, but we've got several episodes in the queue right now, and I was excited to get this one out. So you've got two episodes this week. If you enjoy this conversation, I would love it if you would leave a rating and a review of our podcast so that we can continue to grow this community and take this message to more people. We believe that everyone has motivation inside of them, and sometimes the only thing separating you from your goals or from the life that you want to live is an awareness of how your motivation works and the ability to tap into that motivation to pursue your most important goals. So today we are going to be talking with Ron and Marty Cooper. We have a husband and wife team on the show today. Ron is the founder of Cooper Culture, a business dedicated to helping organizations increase their productivity and efficiency. Ron is certified through the John Maxwell Company as a leadership trainer, mentor, and performance coach. He's also a keynote speaker, and he's leveraging over 30 years of active duty Air Force service and command experience. 
Ron and Marty host the Overcomers Overcoming podcast together. So once you're done listening to this show, go check out their show as well. I enjoyed getting to hear from both of them about their approach to overcoming obstacles and what they believe is the power of positive affirmations and using words to shape the perceptions of our reality. So I know that you'll benefit from this conversation as well, and I'm excited for you to listen in. Let's get into my conversation with Ron and Marty Cooper. Ron and Marty, it's so great to have both of you here. Thanks for coming on the show. Brady, great to be with you. And um, always good to be with uh, folks who uh, want to advance others. And uh, got my best girlfriend right by my side. Girlfriend meaning she'll uh, we will be 55 years married uh, come uh, September 7th of 2023. I love that. And congratulations again. I told you guys when we were chatting before, but 55 years, I think that's worth multiple congratulations. So thank you. No, thank you. We, Absolutely. um, we're, uh, we're actually pretty committed. We, um, yeah, we, we work through our fights and uh, <laughs> so we get to where we are. <laughs> not, not just testing out the waters after 55 years. That's good to hear. That's it. Well, so when we were chatting before, I learned about your podcast and the work that you guys do with helping others with overcoming. And so as we get started, I'm curious, what makes that topic of overcoming important to you guys? Brady, I will tell you that um, just uh, there can be a long story, but I'll condense it to uh, just somewhat of a short version. Overcoming. Uh, there are a lot of us who have hangups. There are any number of things that cause us to come up short of what our potential is. For me personally, uh, at an early sub uh, preteen age, I thought I was dumb, stupid. I couldn't. I just did not feel like talking, un undateable. Uh, many different things like that. I had a very, very low self-image. I had no confidence. I really didn't want to talk with people because I just felt if they asked me for an opinion uh, and they came back, and they asked me why I had that opinion. I wouldn't be able to come up with a good enough answer to uh, substantiate what it is I thought. And so um, rather than, um, you know, believe that, uh, well, you, you know, the axiom that uh, better to remain silent than to open your mouth and, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, confirm the fact that you're a stupid person. So I just said, okay, better just to uh, remain silent. So, but it took me, oh, I was, uh, I was over 20 years uh, before I overcame that. And uh, quite honestly, it was, my uh, almost obsession, I guess you call it, of wanting to fly, and I was able to do that with the Air Force, uh, flew F-4s, and um, it was being able to accomplish that that helped me develop a self-confidence. That was one thing, but there were four men who mentored me, and not formally, but they just were <clears throat> what I needed at that point in my life who helped me uh, develop uh, what I hope others would say is a healthy self-confidence. So, Brady, that's a, a little bit about overcoming, but I know there are many others who have gone through or are in what I have been through. And I'm not a psychologist, a psychologist. I'm simply a person who has overcome. Marty, you have your own life story. Right. Um, I didn't do well in, in school. So uh, when I went up to Fort Wayne, I didn't make it in that college. So I, I guess I just kind of, no, I didn't kind of, I flunked out. So, um, and then I went to work at um, for, um, Indiana Tech 
and I met Ron and he was a person that I knew had a, a goal and was determined to reach that goal. He was going to graduate. He was going to do whatever he, his heart's desire was because um, when um, I, I went to a dance, I'm, I'm going to tell a little funny story, went to a dance and I saw his friend and I said, well, where's Ron? He said, I'm going to go get him. And so Ron came and he goes, I'm going to dance with you just once that because I've got to get back in there and do my studies, do my homework because the Redskins play tomorrow and I want to watch the Redskins play. So I thought, well, that's, this is really a, a humdinger. I, I, I really scored big on that one, but it turned out that we, we did get married and he has been an inspiration to me um, all my life. So it, 40, I went back to the University of Miami and went into law. So I did, I did overcome. I was scared, but yet I did do it. So, but Brady, I'm, I want to interject right here that uh, it took me 18 months to gather mm -hmm. the courage to ask her for a date because I didn't want to be rejected one more time by what I felt could be a long-term keeper. But the other thing about Marty is she, I, okay. She says she flunked out of school mm -hmm. in Indiana. Let's just say it wasn't a match. The topics that she pursued uh, were not what were her strengths. But uh, she did go to paralegal school, and she absolutely aced. I mean, she came out with almost a 4.0 at the University of Miami, and uh, she has been a star all of her life. Everybody can be mm -hmm. if they're just matched with the right topics, and uh, we know our strengths. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much to you both for sharing your stories. I want to kind of hone in on something that you shared, Ron. And Marty, you feel free to interject whenever. I imagine you know Ron pretty well. Ron, you said something about how you were locked into this one mindset where you struggled to communicate, where you lacked self-confidence, and then you saw something else that you wanted, which was to become a pilot, if I remember correctly, and go into this aerospace industry. And that's interesting to me on a podcast about motivation, because from my perspective, it seems like you were pursuing one thing or you wanted one thing, whether you were aware of it to some degree or not. And then you encountered something else that you wanted more, and that enabled you to begin to make that shift. Could you speak a little more to what was going on there and maybe how aware you were of what was taking place? Hey, I'll be happy to, Brady, and thank you for that. I will tell you that um, there was a part of me that thought that others may think, oh, you could never fly, you meaning me. And I thought, OK, I'm not sure I want to advertise too much what my uh, goal and passion is, but um, I, I had it in my mind that I definitely want to. Now, there was a part of me that um, I just wasn't uh, sure about my confidence and so forth uh, for men. And uh, let me just tell you in order, my grandfather, my uncle, high school football coach, and Marty's dad, each one in their own way 
helped me develop confidence and they accepted me. That was huge right there. They accepted me for who I am. And yes, I would just say in hindsight, I was awkward in that I didn't talk very much, um, but I would say that they brought the best out of me. Now, in the context of what, what motivates regular people, I do think you need to, and you want to have a support team, those who believe in you, those who trust you, those who believe, and maybe even in their times, Marty will believe in me more than I believe in myself. And what, but what, when you're surrounded by people who believe in you, they can encourage you. But I will say in the context of encouragement, Brady, and uh, for those listening, that uh, the encouragement needs to be genuine, that um, not uh, hyped, but rather it is genuine. And if you have some uh, things that hold you back, um, the person you're working with needs to be what I call a safe space. In other words, we need to be able to openly communicate. And um, if there's things I need to change, I want to know that. And uh, these four men, each in their own, my, my grandfather was a very quiet, silent kind of guy. Um, his son, my uncle, was almost just the opposite. Um, but uh, every person, each of those four men, uh, helped me in ways I needed to be helped to help me overcome my lack of confidence. And I was probably 25 or so until I felt that I had uh, what I hope is a healthy self-image. So in some ways, Brady, uh, 25 years of my life passed, and I'm trying to make up for those 25 years now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I think that a lot of us, you know, you joke about trying to make up for 25 years. I have that thought sometimes with my life as well. And I think, well, I wish that I would have known at 18 what I now know at almost 30. But it's hard to look at life that way because we're all stretching and growing and developing along the way to the point where you should be further along, you know, now in life than you were at 25. And same for me as I look back. But I appreciate that reflection and that insight into what was going on at that point in your life. It sounds like you would say that for you and overcoming some of these struggles and these trials that you faced early on, having other people who saw potential in you and helped draw that potential out was a big factor in moving forward. What else would you say, either based on your experience then or what you know now, what you've seen work in others' lives, would you say is a big part or a big piece of overcoming I do think that um, your confidence is one, but then it's, um, do you have a, a healthy belief in yourself? And I will say that in the context of coaching, there is a possibility that some things have been said to or about us in the past that Carl Jung, J-U-N-G uh, type Jung, has said, and I'm not going to quote it exactly right, but if we don't reckon with our past, what, what is in the subconscious can dominate our current thought process. And I say that in the context that if someone has said something to or about us negative, and it may be, oh, you're just not as smart as you need to be, or you should have done and something, those kind of statements can stay with us. And we have done, a, Marty and I have done a podcast on uh, words matter. And so sometimes words, even well-meaning, can have a negative 
meaning to us. It's how we interpret those meanings, and it tends to stay in our subconscious, and we can have trigger points that bring up the negative, which then, boy, it's just like a, uh, you know, it's, it's like a, a negative person on our shoulder saying, you'll never do it. You can't, you won't. And that holds us back. And that has to do, it's a big factor in motivation. Well, okay. So how can we be motivated? I think one of the things is what, what really brings satisfaction to you? What, what is it that can be a, just a driving goal that more once I make it, I'll I'll just feel totally fulfilled of having done it, even if it makes uh, or requires a major change in my thought process. But once I'm there, it needs to be an all-consuming type of passion in that I just know how good I'm going to feel once I get there to having accomplished what I want to accomplish. But then again, the support group, uh, we it's good to have that support group and it's not only good it's almost necessary to have that support group that uh yes you can and um here we are working together and um as uh as we are mentoring other people i tell them frequently i'll tell you how to get to the finish line but i won't carry you there mm-hmm. but uh, i'll do everything i can to inspire you to make maybe some tough decisions so Kind of wordy, uh, Brady, but uh, that's a lot of things that um, hold people back. Mm-hmm. No, that's so good. And I think the piece you mentioned about words, I think the words we hear from others can have a profound effect on us. But I also think the words that we say to ourselves can have an impact as well. And I've encountered a lot of studies. One of my favorite books right now, maybe you've heard of it, is a book called Soundtracks by John Acuff. And in Soundtracks, he talks all about how we can overcome overthinking and negative self-talk by internalizing statements about ourselves that are true, helpful, and kind. So one of my favorite books that I recommend often, but I'd be curious to learn more from either of you or both of you about how you attack this concept of self-talk and if you do any work with positive affirmations. We do. We are positive affirmation advocates I will tell you that one of the things that uh, Marty's dad, one of the four mentors, told me, don't ever tell me you cannot. He would always say that. Don't ever tell me you cannot. I can, I, Joe, her dad's, um, her dad said, I can accept if you say I don't want to, but do not tell me you can't. Because as soon as you say you can't, you're defeated in your mind. And when that happens, you won't be able to do it. So Henry Ford uh, was the one who said, whether you can, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And so that um, that is one of those uh, quotes that stays with me for a long time. But if you it, uh, self-talk and Marty and I, uh, let's just say as recently as this morning, we're talking about anxiety. We're we, we have a lot of things going. And uh, there are times that, uh, well, we have what we call big God-sized projects. And if things aren't moving as fast as we hope they would, we sometimes can get discouraged or a little bit downtrodden. And right then is the time, no, I don't want to talk hype, but uh, no, we self-talk. We can do it. This is what we need to do. And uh, we will advance this. Marty, what do you think? I wanted to say when I went back to college, I was so determined. And I think this is uh, part of motivation, too. I was so determined to make it. 
that I was, I would say, I'm not, I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to fail. I am going to get it because that passion was so strong to finally graduate from college. So I think if you, your burning desire is there, you will do it. And let me just add very quickly, Brady, that was night school. <laughs> After an eight to 10 hour work day, she traveled an hour into Miami. We were stationed at the time at Homestead Air Force Base, but uh, she traveled there were two hours commute time. And uh, boy, she, she was driven. Let me tell you, she was driven. She was going to do good and she did great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And that's so powerful because for me, it, maybe this is a chicken or egg type question, but it's making me think about how we look at ourselves in the world around us, especially in light of these positive affirmations, you know, is are our lives are the situations that we encounter. Does that shape the way that we see ourselves or do we shape our situations in the world around us based on the way that we see ourselves through the repetition and the internalizing of these positive affirmations? And that feels like it may be ambiguous or kind of just out in space, but I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, do I have the power to adjust my life, my surroundings, my relationships simply by changing the way that I see myself and others? And the answer to that, Brady, is yes, a resounding yes. And every one of us has life encounters. We're going to encounter stuff in life. And we want to, and we want to make a, a positive effort to find positive thinking people. The, I can promise you, the more you're surrounded by negative thinking people, the melancholy, the ones who just say, gosh, there's something wrong in everything, you're going to become like they are. Um, oh, the, um, uh, Jim Rome has said, you are the average of the five people who are closest to you. And you want to make certain that you're surrounded by people who are smarter than you, making more money than you, socially, economically are where you want to be. And when you are surrounded by those kind of people, you tend to become like they are. And so do you want to surround yourself with positive thinking people those I believe who are goal oriented. And the more we surround ourselves with people like that, we are, we can become inspirational. And I'm going to say very briefly um, that uh, I know I, I just somewhat without uh, making any attempt to parse words, motivation can be temporary. Inspiration to me is more long-term. If I can inspire a person to believe in themselves, that's long-term. Mm -hmm. And so I know sometimes it can be that, um, motivation can last for the 30 minutes that we're in a group. We heard, just heard a speech or something like that, but it may not last through uh, the end of tomorrow kind of thing. So I'm just saying that that's the way sometimes motivation can work. Inspiration for me personally is longer term. So that's, uh, again, no attempt to parse words, but that's just uh, who I am. Mm -hmm. No, that's interesting. Well, I appreciate that. We are about out of time for our conversation today. This has been great so far. I'd be curious to hear, and you guys can take this question any direction you want, but what's something that you're trying to grow into right now or something that you're working on professionally or personally? No, thank you, Brady. I appreciate that uh, and the opportunity to uh, just let you know what we're doing. One of the things that uh, we are doing is uh, keynote speaking. I do want to 
have a larger audience or let's say a larger uh, group to speak with. And what I like to do is uh, just encourage people. Uh, part of that is my military background, but um, a part of it is the overcoming. And um, so a lot of life stories that will pass on. And uh, I do want to be an inspiration to people to overcome anything that may be holding them back and uh, keeping them from being at their uh, optimum uh, potential. And um, so we are uh, we're uh, doing that as far as keynote speaking. We have podcasts, Overcomers Overcoming podcasts, and we are working with businesses. We call ourselves the Cooper Culture to develop a culture in the company where people are loyal to each other. They actually enjoy working in the environment where they are because people know their strengths. People know who we are. Uh, we fit together real well, and it's uh, an aspect of team building. But Marty, what are some aspects of um, things that uh, you're working on? I want to say that we have uh, mentored some football players. Uh, the coach one time said, would you mentor this particular person? And uh, we took him on. Uh, he is 6'4 and three hundred and some pounds. And when we got him or started with him, he was a sophomore, but mentally he was not at that level. And so Ron tutored him and I fed him and we helped him and he won a full scholarship to ECU. So he's doing a really great, great job. So I say the Football players we have mentored ha helped us with our overcoming overcoming uh, overcomers uh, podcast uh, to get that started. But it's it's a joy to help to see these these students improve and see the motivation in them. We see the motivation in this one particular student, and that is very encouraging to us. We love it. You know, I just very quickly watching transformation is one of the things that uh, inspires Marty and me more than anything else, a life in real time transformation. Yes. And it's such a great reminder that transformation is possible, right? We don't have to stay in the situation where we are currently, but we can grow and develop oftentimes, as you guys have talked about both recently and then earlier in the episode, when we have people walking alongside us and helping draw that out of us. So Thank you both for the work that you do and for coming on the podcast to share about it. We'll include a link to your website in the show notes in case people want to learn more about you or get in touch with you. But I just appreciate so much you guys sharing this time with us. Thanks again. Well, thank, thank you, you for having us. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity to share with your audience, Brady. Absolutely. Before we wrap up, let me tell you about one more opportunity that will help you unlock your motivation and pursue your most important goals. If you're anything like me, you start the new week with a lot of excitement. You have big plans and you can't wait to see what happens. Once the week gets going though, you may have something unexpected come on your plate or you may simply start to feel overwhelmed by all of the tasks that you have to juggle and it can be difficult to finish the week with the same amount of motivation that you had when you started. If this is a feeling you can relate to, go to my website at bradyross.com and sign up for my Midweek Momentum newsletter. Each Tuesday, I'll send you a short email with a thought, quote, or reflection, often based on the podcast from the week before. This boost of momentum will help you finish your week with the same amount of drive and determination that you had when you started. 
After you sign up, you'll receive a free instant download of the introduction in chapter one of my book, Seven Steps to Dominate Your Day and Crush Your Goals. You'll learn how to maximize the power and potential of each day by planning in advance what you want to accomplish. This newsletter is completely free. I won't spam you. I won't sell your information. And you can unsubscribe at any time if for whatever reason you don't find the content helpful. I simply want to help you carry your motivation through the end of the week and give you the boost you need to start doing more of the work that matters. And I think that you'll ultimately find both the information in the email and the timing of it very helpful. So if you're interested, you can sign up today at BradyRoss.com. That's B-R-A-D-Y-R-O-S-S.com. And we'll include that link in the show notes as well. Once again, thanks for listening to today's show. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you're willing to leave us a rating, that would be awesome as well. Any positive feedback helps us grow this community and spread the word to others who may find the content helpful. As we wrap up, remember, you already have all of the motivation that you need, and it's up to you to decide what you'll do with it. Thank you.